to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today I want to talk about or unequivocally state that you are not a machine. In the business world, in entrepreneurship, in workplaces and employment space, there is the idea or there is the underlying, I suppose, thought that humans are a machine, even or humans that we want to treat and consider humans as a machine. Um, and even if it's not overtly stated, it's 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 there, right? It underlies it all. Um, think about the words you use. Think about the way we think about like outputs, outcomes, productivity, efficiency, effectiveness. It's all around this. It's around looking at that. So I want to talk about this idea and I don't know where I'm going to go with this. I've, I've started, I've pressed record on this episode a couple of times and kind of found myself on random tangents. So bear with me. This is the last time I'm going to press record. I'm just going to go with this one, whatever comes out of my mouth. Um, I'm pretty lax when it comes to planning out my podcast. I kind of have an idea, write a few notes and then, you know, you get to come on this wild ride with me through my um, thought, thought noodles. So if it gets a bit confusing or roundabout, then... Um, do forgive me <laughs> um, or remember my humanity. Okay, so mostly we are asked to believe that we are machines. We're asked to consider ourselves machines. So think about the language we use. Think about the way we um, expect ourselves, we or other people or systems expect ourselves to act in a very uniform way, to have a very consistent and by consistent mean like the more that uniform like um, unchanging output or unchanging level of energy, unchanging level of resources, unchanging level of capacity, where we show up, we do our work at a certain level um, and then we go home, you know, and then we show up the next day. It's exactly the same. No matter what's going on personally, no matter what's going on in the world around us, no matter what's going on in nature, no matter what's going on in our moods, in our hearts, in our souls in that day, we are asked to sever and disconnect all of that and show up and be a machine, act like a machine. Humans are not machines. This whole idea is very dehumanizing. And the first thing I just want to, I suppose, plant a seed for for you is to consider how you are treating yourself in your business, how you are connecting to yourself and what kind of connections you're establishing between yourself and your business. What's the relationship there? How do you consider yourself and your role in your business? How do you consider your business in connection with you? How do you expect yourself to show up to be in your business? Are you enacting um, or re- what would you call the word? Are you copying um, the the external ideas of humans as machines in your own business? Replicating, that's the word I want. Are you replicating this whole system in your own business? And I'd love for you to take a moment or an opportunity, some time when it's safe um, and appropriate, when you're maybe not driving, um, 
to actually spend some time to reflect on this. What is the relationship you're building in your business with yourself and with your body and with your humanity? And are you holding space? I often talk about this. Do you hold space for your humanity? And that's one way to come at this. But the other way to come at this is to think about how are you expecting yourself to be like a machine or part of a machine? What words do you use? Do you consider yourself a cog? How do you even just visualize yourself in your business? Um, If you've been hanging around here for any length of time, you know that I use a lot of words or I'm very intentional or try to be intentional about using words that connect us more to nature because humans are closer to nature than we are to machines. Um, And again, that's a fact that is being asked to disconnect. We're being asked to disconnect from. Who benefits from that? Who gets off the hook? Why? You know, where does that take us? When we consider ourselves as a machine, if you think of a machine, a machine has the same kind of needs, very, um, I'm going to use the word consistent um, in the, again, in the mechanistic idea of it, I need to find a better word for that, but basically like a uniform requirement of of inputs um, to get a uniform output. Um, And the capitalist kind of system would like us to act like and be machines. Even as health professionals in our training, we are kind of, we're asked to cut off or disconnect parts of our humanity to turn up to a job to be a little professional machine, right? To to not share, overshare, to not overreact, to, you know, have like a poker face with people share something with us, um, to not, um, not be friends or not kind of build relationships with the humans that we're working with outside of that professional, you know, very mechanistic, very um, ruled, um, like edged in, blocked in kind of way of being and relating. Now, if you've started to change that in your own practice, um, if you're questioning the, the actual um, effectiveness or validity or the actual just humanity of that kind of approach, let's say, rather than using the word effectiveness, which is linked back into our machines, um, then it might be a space or might be worth like expanding that or, or, or running that same viewpoint over your businesses and the practices. And if we think of, you know, within the clinic room, within the consulting space, you're thinking of you and the human you're working with, you're thinking about it like a relationship or how you relate, right? We have the same with ourselves, in our with our own relationship with ourselves, um, and then also our relationship between ourselves and our businesses um, and how that is. And often the way I like to think about it or the way I try and conceptualize it to move out of this mechanic, cool mechanistic kind of way is to think of it like um like nesting being nested inside um and so you are nested you are your business is nested inside you that's how I sort of think about it and then you are nested inside your business so it's not linear it's it's and it's not even like a group of concentric circles right it's not even on one kind of like visual plane um it's more a felt sense of being held and holding of relating and being related to and so what is the kind of relating you're setting up in your business the traditional way of running a business building a private practice setting up as an entrepreneur is to replicate the systems that we see in the bigger picture so if we're part of we're part of a capitalist systems the traditional model asks you to replicate those. Yes, there might be some talk about girl bossing it or other sorts of things, but at the base level, at that foundation level, we're asked to consider, um, you know, to replicate those systems. And so this is a 
an um, opportunity to pause and consider what you are replicating in your business. Um, even that little analogy of foundation, you know, what do you think when I say the word foundation? I was having a conversation, actually, it was on the podcast I did with Fee Southern, and we we're talking about it, um, about like the foundation, you know, we think you think of, do you think of foundation like, like a house? Like, so again, it's that, it's that non nature based example of how we consider ourselves and how we interact. For me, I think of the foundation, like a root system, right? I go to nature and I find those sort of ways. So even just that really little shift can be quite helpful to how you think about yourself. So anyway, basically you're not a machine, right? The whole premise is faulty. Um, and it was, it was developed for a purpose, because back in the day, industrial revolution, birth of capitalism, enlightenment, and at the same time, like this real, like the medical kind of scientific study of the human body, um, you know, starting to do dissections of um, dead bodies and all that kind of stuff and learning more, going inside the body and learning much more. And there was a lot of that was done, not as just a general, oh, let's go in and see what we can find, but was really done to actually see how the humans worked to get the most out of them, how humans worked to, you know, to actually solve problems to which part of that, obviously great, the medical <laughs> systems are born from that. And there's parts of that that are obviously very grateful that they're there. But also there was this question or this whole idea of like, like how does the body work, figuring that out so we can get the most out of it. And within capitalism, within work, you know, the whole work kind of umbrella, it was this question of where's the line between inputs and outputs? How little can we get in to maximize outputs? And so I would ask for you in your business, in how you're setting your business up, what's the underlying question you're asking yourself? What's the premise when you set up systems, when you put things in place for how you work? What question are you trying to answer there? How can I get the most out of myself for minimum input? Or how can I move myself towards my values? That's my question. Um, my good friend Shantae, the movement maestro, says, how can you live your best life? Like, how can you build a business that supports you that? What's the question? What's the underlying question or what's the underlying premise that you're trying? Or what are you, or what are you, when you're changing systems, when you're making decisions, what are you moving it towards? Or what is it? Is it that, have you incidentally embedded that question of how can I maximize outputs for minimum inputs? What's the... And, you know, and this is a really common one. Um, think about like some of the the work, business, build your business books. Is, is, is all based on this. The whole even concept of scaling um, as it's traditionally held in business is how can I do the least to get the most, right? Um, it's extractive. And it's really this whole underlying question that was being asked, which actually started to give us to be correlated with machines. So perhaps the question can be, how can I move towards my values? But also another question I like to ask is, how can I cultivate an ecosystem of care and reciprocity between me and my business? And as my business nested, me nested inside my business, my business nested inside of me, and me and my business nested inside the world and the communities and the vision I have and the, the, the bigger picture stuff as well. And so I offer that up as a different question. When we start with that different question, it naturally changes where we go. If we're starting with that question of that very mechanical, mechanistic thing, I want to maximize or even at least just get um, uniform outputs or outcomes. I want predictability, etc. 
what do I need to do? How do I maximize for efficiency, productivity, effectiveness in my business? If they're the words or the ways we're thinking or relating to ourselves in our business, it's going to very much impact our choice we make, right? And we can make a really big change in our businesses and in how we relate and how we run our businesses by just shifting that question. And also by needing to shift the question, because if we decouple ourselves from being machines and mechanistics, we recognize the the changes in our capacity and energy and resources, then the question naturally has to shift, right? Because there is no um, maximum output or effectiveness or efficiency because it's always varying. And so the machine or mechanistic view doesn't like that, right? And so we're asked to set up businesses that discount that or that don't hold space for that. Don't hold space for your energy and capacity varying. Now, part of that's just simply the fact that people in traditionally who have had businesses have had a lot of privilege. And I mean, I acknowledge I have a lot of privilege in running my business as well. The way that businesses are set up are not are to be people who are doing businesses that, that their whole life stuff or the life stuff's being taken care of by someone else, right? And, you know, when you go into a business space, if you're somebody who has a role as a carer, whether that's for kids or other people um, in your life, where you are somebody who has various passions and desire and like, you know, different things you want to work on, you know, rather than just this one specific things. If you're somebody whose brain works differently, um, if you have, um, you know, if, if you're a neurodivergent, um, if you have an identity where showing up in the ways of traditional business don't mix. So basically if you're not a white man, then there will be a big disconnect and we're being asked um, and then we are asked to fit into that mold and it just doesn't work. And that's why a lot of people either can feel like they don't fit in the business model, can't even see a way for them to even do business because it doesn't fit with themselves, their lifestyle, like their, their, their values and, and things, um, or get burnt out because we're trying to expect the same level of, we're expecting ourselves to be machines. We're expecting ourselves to be machines within the big and, and us as machines as within the big, we're one cog in this big machine of our business, which is a cog inside the big machine of the, you know, the healthcare system or the, you know, um, the capitalism as a whole. So it's very mechanistic. But instead, if we can think of ourselves not as machines, if we can just start there with how we think about all the language or the words we use, we can make a big shift and we can start to consider our humanity in a practical way, not just as, because I talk about this a lot, right? Build the business or create a business. I've, I try and um, purposely not use the word build because again, mechanistic. So create, cultivate, evolve. I'm trying to use words like that around business. Um, create a business or cultivate, evolve into a business that actually has space for your humanity. I say that a lot, but what does it mean practically? It's kind of like, sometimes it can feel like that concept of, you know, somebody just having their values on their website, but what does that even mean in practice, right? And so what that means in practice as a very starting point is to be mindful of, build some awareness around how you consider yourself a machine. One, in the words you use. Two, in the way, in that question you're asking. So if you are sitting here and you've got this X problem in your business or something that's in your business that you want to change or or shift, what's the question you're asking or what is the, where are you going to with it? So for example, I need to get better systems, right? Like that's a, that's a very common 
concern or I need to get more clients, right? I need more eyes on my, my work or whatever. So what's the question? What's the, what's the premise? Is it so you can maximize those outputs? Um, do you need more people, more eyes on your work so that you can, you know, have, have a more, you know, maximize output, output here being possibly money or possibly helping people, whatever it might be. Um, so what are you really wanting to do there? What if we shift that to be less mechanical and more around cultivating relationships with people versus just having numbers? Um, and of course, there are some practical aspects of business where you do need a certain number of people to make your business viable. Um, the other one around systems is like, you know, often I need more systems because I need things to be more efficient and more effective. Now, again, having systems isn't good or bad there's no binaries maybe systems would help with how you think and how your workflow goes to actually be supportive of you um so let's reorient the questions let's reorient what we're going after all the goals of these things to be less about the mechanical pieces the outputs the machine the cogs in the machines in the big big machine nested in um you know cogs inside this whole thing and think of ourselves less like that and start questioning what's really going on with you and particularly holding space for once we start with that premise of I'm not a machine so if we're not a machine you know if I think about a plant in my garden um, it has different needs for water on different days if it's raining I don't need to water it if it's hot for a couple of days in a row it needs water more more regularly if it's cold cooler um it needs water less regularly um even if it's not raining right um so there's different needs just just that one thing and that's just one very tiny piece of the picture of what the needs are of the plant so if we think of yourself like that plant depending on the day depending on the weather absolutely but also just depending on um the factors in your environment whatever they might be the influence of things in your environment will say that your needs are different on different days and your capacity is different in different days in different seasons the plant sometimes it's focusing all its energy on building a big root system right when you plant a fruit tree in the ground ideally the recommendation is is to pick fruits off in the first season or two to allow the plant to put its energy into building its root. Like that's the season <laughs> that the plant is in. Um, so we have that kind of thing, you know, and then there's the seasons when the plant is putting its energy into fruiting and creating a harvest. Um, some plants are deciduous. They drop their leaves, they hibernate um, and they rest for big periods of time. So they have different seasons within the little plant life. They respond to its their external environment, different needs. And you do too, right? You're closer to a plant than you are to a machine. What does a machine have? have you know you think about say your car you get it serviced right there's specific things every time you take it for a service they do xyz these these things thing they check these things if that thing needs doing they do it oil change filter change air filter you know boom 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 and most of these things do need attention at these times because that's the whole point of the service is set to take care of the machine because it's predictable by this time you'll need to get this check because the fan belt the timing belt or whatever is is likely to, you know, have problems at this many kilometres or something, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so it's like, right, so you bring it in for this and this this is what we do at this at this service. It's, it's, it's uniform, it's predictable because it's a machine. You're not a machine, my friend. And so in your business, where are you making space or holding space or even just considering yourself not to be a machine? And that's what I would like to encourage you to cultivate 
Um, and if you want some support or a space around this, I'm actually am if you're listening to this um, when it comes out or close to, I'm running a webinar around rhythms, seasons and cycles in business, which is really about acknowledging that, hey, you're a machine. You have varying capacity resources and energy. Let's start taking that into account in your business as a minimum, being aware of it, where you can't can't make changes, bring some compassion to it, and where you can make changes, build a business and create, we're not going to say build, are we? Create a business, cultivate space for your humanity to be held. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in that. That's on <clears throat> the 27th of June Australian time, um, which will be the 22nd, 22nd, 26th of June in the US, Canada, that part of the world. So go check that out over on, I'll drop the link in the show notes or over on Instagram at Dietitian Values. Um, you can find all the details for that if that's something that interests you. Yes, there'll be a replay. Um, and yes, it is a paid webinar. I do paid webinars because I want you to know that you show up. And pardon me, um, I'm not, it's very clear what's going on, right? Um, we're doing this thing. So if that's something that interests you, if you would like more support around that, then definitely check out that. Um Questions, comments, concerns, you know I'm always here to continue the conversation. So my takeaways for you or what I'd like to encourage you to do is just even today over the next few days is just notice. Notice how you consider and treat yourself. Notice the words and the language you use um, around your business. And are you treating yourself or um, considering yourself a machine? Um, your relationship to your business and your business or is there capacity or scope or is there just a little opening a little wedge we can pull push on to start planting these seeds to start cultivating a practice of considering yourself exactly what you are which is a human (laughs) part of nature a human with variable needs with variable um, capacity and energy and resourcing um, with you know feelings and emotions and thoughts and more than simply a professional in a box who shows up in a certain way and has a creates a certain outcome you are you my friend and I want to hold space for you to create a business that holds space for that so if that sounds like your kind of thing check out the webinar reach out let's chat okay if you know somebody who needs to hear this conversation please feel free to share until next time bye for now much for listening i really appreciate you and the time you've given to me if you like what you heard please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice want more like this come follow along and continue the combo on instagram where i hang out at dietitian values i'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect have a good one catch you next time on the dietitian values podcast the dietitian values podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the nambri and Ngunnawal people i pay my respects to the elders past present and emerging